First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves here on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble's here again. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. So last week we talked about knowing if it's a good time to start a business and some of the things to get things in order if you're going to try to start a business. What what are we going to cover today for Good Money Moves? Yeah, so today we're switching up topics a little bit, um, moving away from the business conversation, although there's plenty more that we could cover about that in future episodes for sure. Um, today we are going to be talking about the types of money conversations that you need to be having with your partner. Ooh, so okay. as a couple and why these are important to be having. All right. So, Hot topic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, I know we've kind of briefly touched on this topic before back in episode 46, we kind of covered some tips about how to start having these money conversations and maybe some different options you have for managing your money together as a couple. Um, but today's conversation is going to kind of focus more on the, the things you ha- you should be talking about when you're having these okay. conversations. Very yeah. important. It is. Yeah. Money is definitely a sore subject in our relationship. Um, everything else could be fine. And then you bring up money and then it all goes sideways, <laughs> yeah. right? I think we've all been there. Um, actually, money is such a taboo topic um, for some relationships that in one survey, people said they would rather talk about their weight than their finances with right? their spouse. Yes. <laughs> Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons for this, right? I mean, a lot of times people will feel very embarrassed about talking about their finances and that includes, you know, talking about it with their partners because they, they're kind of afraid of having some level of rejection or judgment to come from their, their spouse, right? That they're not going to be supportive. How much did you spend on that? Right? Right, yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Um, So, and research also kind of shows that the amount of debt someone has also tends to increase the hesitancy to open up about this topic with their partner. Um, Right? I mean, it's an embarrassing thing to say, hey, I'm $50,000 in credit card debt or, you know, whatever. Pick a number. (laughs) It's embarrassing to talk about. Especially if it came about from, you know, poor decision making in the past. Um, People don't like to admit. But it's not going away either. It's not going to go away. No. Uh, Yeah. So even though these these conversations can be really uncomfortable, there are plenty of good reasons that you need to be open with your significant other about the state of your finances. Right. And I mean, it keeps those small problems from spiraling out of control, um, it can help you accomplish long-term financial goals much easier or even short-term financial goals for that matter. Um, It really does, at the end of the day, just improve the level of trust and overall quality of your relationship, which is always a win. And at the end of the day, keeping those lines of communication open between you and your partner is just gonna make it so much easier to have ongoing conversations right. down the road because money t- 
touches every aspect of your life. You're never going to get away from it. So you need to start feeling comfortable talking about it. I'm always amazed how many people I know who, despite long-term relationships, marriages, have completely separate finances still. Yeah. I have my checkbook. You have your checkbook. And I'm like, how do you... What? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, work? and sometimes that does work for people, right, but yeah. that doesn't mean you don't have to talk about it. You still you know, have you to talk so, about it. Okay. You still have to talk. About yeah. It. Obviously very important. Mm-hmm. Anybody who goes through any sort of counseling for a relationship, they, I'm sure this is a topic they touch on. Yeah. It's a so, hot button topic. What is, well, I, I'm sure there's more than one, but what, what is one of the money topics that we should be having with our significant other? Yeah, so the number one thing um, that you should be talking about, uh, well, not necessarily number one, I guess it depends on what your financial situation looks like, but a really important one to be having is to be open and honest about your past financial choices, whether those are resulting in good things or bad things, right? Yeah. whether you won the lottery and are a multimillionaire and or you, or you are <laughs> and you and then you blew it all maybe it was a good and a bad financial <laughs> thing that happened right but talking about these like especially the mistakes talking about these past financial mistakes um is part of the trust in a relationship and having that complete transparency about this um is especially important when you're t- talking about your life partnership, right? Um, So when you're discussing your finances, you need to be telling your partner everything relevant in your financial past, whether, um, like I said, whether you have mountains of debt or you won the lottery. These are important things that are going to impact your finances together in the future. Um, So don't hide anything. Um, The cover up is, for lack of a better word, is always worse than the crime. Can you imagine if you had kept, let's say, I've got this little, I don't know what it could have been, some $10,000 loan off to the side here and I've been paying it up and then you go, it's time to buy a home and you go to buy the home and all of a sudden you're not able Mm -hmm. to get the mortgage because you didn't factor in that little side loan that you had kept under wraps oh my goodness oh exactly i mean an explosion yeah i mean and well and how embarrassing for your partner to be sitting in front of you know someone only to find out that your credit score is garbage because you've got mounds of credit card debt that you didn't know about or i mean that's just not fair um to the person you are supposedly deeply in love with, right? So, um, and you know, and another thing where these types of surprises come into play is if one spouse loses a job and then all of a sudden you find out that you're one paycheck away from bankruptcy. Yeah. Like these, I mean, these are real scenarios. They sound kind of far-fetched and like way extreme, but they're they're not. Uh, these th- types of things happen all the time because people are not talking about their finances together. So our folks just going out the front door in the morning pretending they're going to work or i imagine that there have been situations yeah, like that i don't like, want to sounds like a tv show but i imagine it is possible mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh, we've and we've talked in the past on this show about you know emotions connected to um yeah. your finances and it makes you do some really weird things sometimes <clears throat> Um, but, on, you know, on the flip side of that, if your partner does come to you with this information, you, it's really important that you take time to listen to how they ended up in this situation before you get emotionally invested. Or judgmental. Um, right. Well, 
That's what I mean. <laughs> that's, that's my politically correct oh, way of okay. saying that. <laughs> Emotionally invested means yes. judgmental. Okay, I, yes. I'm going to mark that down and remember yes. it. Okay. Code word. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, you have to think about it. Like, depending on the scenario, you will need to have a different kind of reaction. So, did. Did your partner have a series of unfortunate events that have led them to take out more debt than they would have liked, right? Um, Is it they had a bunch of medical problems, they lost their job and ended up having to live off credit cards because they couldn't find another one and they were just doing their best to get by, right? That, you know, that series of events is a completely different scenario than they're just really bad at budgeting and tracking their spending and they don't seem to have a problem with it. Those are horses. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gambling. That's a whole nother issue. Um, you know, and another, another thing, you know, do, do they recognize their mistakes and are they taking active steps towards correcting them sure. or do they not see their pattern of behavior as an issue? Because again, those are two, two different reactions that would be considered okay, right? If if your partner is actively working towards making that better and they're telling you, this is what I went through, these are the things I'm doing, being judgmental of the past is not going to be helpful in that situation. It generally isn't going to be helpful. (laughs) In either situation, no, but it changes the conversation and the steps that need to be taken going forward. I think just these sort of things are also part of any growing and lasting relationship. Oh, absolutely. Because the the idea that you're opening yourself up to that judgment by this other person builds trust. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, being honest is always the best solution, right? But it can leave you feeling pretty vulnerable. But like you said, that vulnerability is what helps build that trust and is part of that growing relationship. Um, so really, whatever your financial mistakes might be, whether it's something smaller or something more serious, it, just be honest about it. And if you are the person on the receiving end of that information, be open to listening and finding solutions together without yeah. that judgment. And that's really what's going to help you find good financial conversations going forward. Too. And either way, that whatever this other person did or you did, it's not going away. No. It's either you fix this together and move forward or you don't. Exactly. Exactly. All right. We're talking about relationships, talking to your significant other about money on good money moves. And we'll be back in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Your home will never really get clean if your air ducts are pumping it full of years of built up. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. So, Jenna, I think we've already kind of settled it that keeping secrets is a recipe or the recipe for disaster. Yes. What else should we be talking about when you know we're talking couples here? What should, should we be talking about when it comes to money? Yeah. So, uh, we've covered the past mistakes, right? Make sure you talk about all of that and where and where it's you're at today, but you also need to talk about your future together. Um, 
because right it's till death do you part so you got a lot of time to spend together the best way to do this though right talk openly again open honesty vulnerability about your long and short-term financial goals which can come in many shapes and forms right there's no one you know you have to do x y and z as a couple that's not what we're saying here these are just yeah, it depends again, on where you are in life too it does. It does. Um, so, uh, I mean, these long and short-term goals can be things like talking about your savings and spending goals in addition to, you know, are you looking to buy a house? Are you looking to fund retirement? Are you looking to start investing? Do you need to talk, you know, insurance policies, health care? I mean, these are all financial conversations that need to be had. You haven't um, mentioned children yet. <laughs> well, that was my next one. Oh, okay. now, you know, when you're talking money, you got that's you talk about whether or not you want kids. If yeah. if you're a young couple, you got to be on the same page about that. And there's finances involved with that relating to education, daycare costs, things like that that need to be. You know, once you have the kids, you have to start being able to talk about that stuff yeah, it's in a, a constructive good idea manner to have that discussion before the kids get there. It's helpful, but sometimes you don't always. Sometimes kids just show up, so you don't always have that option. No, but but yes, the more planning and conversations you have ahead of time is always going to be beneficial, right? Um, you know, so another conversation that's really important and can cause a lot of strain in relationships is what do you do if a family member comes to you asking for money, yeah. right? Make sure you're on the same page about that. You know, it, are you okay with, you know, handing your brother a hundred dollars? Well, a hundred dollars is different than a thousand dollars. Like where do, where do you draw the line and where it, you don't maybe have to check in with each other? And or, if it's my brother, it's okay, but it's your brother, it's not. I'm just right. kidding. But well, kind of things you do have to talk about. It's true, though. I mean, some people are, no, are you know, they're going to pay you back. And other people, yeah. you're like, eh, yeah, I know I'm never getting that money back. So you might want to set different <laughs> limits. It's, again, relationships. No names. <laughs> um, but this is, honestly, it's this is a really important conversation to have with your partner because it's easier to make these financial decisions together um, as you're because you'd be working towards the same thing. So, and it's 100% okay if you have personal financial goals like paying down student loan debt or you want to buy a newer car, things that don't necessarily directly benefit um, your partner, but they're things that you're working on individually. That's okay to have those separate from your partner, but you want to make sure that you also have financial goals as a couple as well and that you're talking about those. So buying a home, saving for retirement, um, you know, and again, the key here to success isn't necessarily what the goal is. Like that doesn't really matter. It's whatever fits what you need. It's more that you've talked about the goals together and you've decided together what they are and you've created a plan for moving forward to achieve them together. I was right? waiting for you to say plan. Yeah. <laughs> Planning. Right. And But again, this doesn't mean that you'll never have to make sacrifices you still have to compromise a little bit here and there um and but at the end of the day you just want to make sure that you're operating off the same game plan when it comes to your finances and really the key to being able to set these goals together is going to be really seeking to understand your partner's views on money first because this is what will help you understand why their financial priorities are what they are um so, for example, 
if your partner feels really uncomfortable putting $200 a month into savings and that's really important to you, don't just get mad and assume that your way, it's your way, their highway. Ask why. Is it because your spouse wants to use that money to pay off debt? Um, is it because they want to be able to eat out a little bit more often and versus eating at home, right? I mean, maybe that's just a priority for them. It's Maybe it's not it's your priority. Fun. But it is fun and you do need to have fun in life and you do need to balance savings and funds so that you're not miserable. Um, But, you know, just listen to what your partner has to say and find out if there's a reasonable compromise. Sure. Maybe instead of that $200 a month, it's $150. That's still a decent amount to put away. Might take you a little bit longer to get to your goal. But you know what? Your partner is going to be a lot less grumpy because they got to have pizza once a week. Or I'm okay driving the 10-year-old car. Yeah, that we too. Can do these other things, or you know, drive the ten-year-old car and save more, or save yeah, whatever. It could be yeah. you know, multiple different ways to combine this together. Absolutely. At the you know at the end of the day, it's really just about making sure that you're both on the same page in order to set the goals together. And and it's a lot easier to set goals together and support each other in reaching them when you understand and can respect each other's mindsets about money. Okay, so planning ahead. We already talked about the past. Do we have to also talk about what do we do if things go off the rails? What if I lose my job? That kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. (laughs) And when things don't go according to plan, that's usually when the marital strain and stress comes into play. Um, Yeah. So planning how to handle uh, those money mishaps ahead of time is definitely going to help keep those conversations from escalating um, should a financial setback happen, whether that's big or small, right? You need to kind of talk through what that recovery process will look like before it happens. Emergency um, fund. Exactly, right. And I, when I say mishaps, I, it doesn't necessarily have to be a major setback right. either, right? I mean, the car broke down. Exactly. Or, well, I know, you know. When we were first married, something like that was a very significant event. It, it is. It, it, well, we it's, I think it still bucks? is. <laughs> well, I think it, it's, it's, now it's a speed bump in the road, not a, oh my goodness, how are we going to come up with the money for this? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just have to, you have to think about these things. Think about how are you guys going to handle together when the budget doesn't balance? Because you can't just sit here and point fingers at each other and say, because that's not going to help. That's not going to oh. solve it. You know, you have to just remember that, um, when we're talking about balancing budgets specifically, it helps to kind of keep in the back of your brain that it's really hard for one person to stay on budget. There's a reason why we have this podcast. It's because people really struggle to budget their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have brought up so many examples of it. <laughs> yeah. And now you add in the complexity of a couple trying to do it together. Even if you have the same priorities, you're going to make different choices in the, given various situations. So the first budget mistake can lead to huge arguments, right? You let's, I mean, you look at it. If you both sat down together and spent a couple hours, like really figuring out this budget and you guys felt super confident about it. And then your spouse goes and overspends $50 on groceries. You would feel upset about that because you, right. It triggers something (laughs) in the back of your mind. But you can't look at it as like this complete dismissal of your money goals, right? Because a lot of times these things are 
unavoidable, right? Um, and they end up outside of your control, right? Sometimes you don't accurately judge how much groceries are going to cost in a month and that's okay, right? It's more about continuing to look at it and having those conversations together. And a lot of times, sometimes you just take advantage of opportunities that come, right? I mean, who hasn't gone out for that unexpected happy hour or you found a really good deal on a new pair of shoes or gas prices went up or insurance premiums went up, right? The list of things that can happen and that throw off your budget is just endless. And if you're constantly assuming the worst of your partner in those situations, that is not healthy for your relationship. So when it comes to talking about finances, you have to be prepared for those things and have a game plan ahead of time for how you're going to handle it, right? So try try talking about solutions ahead of time, right? Because trying to figure out in the heat in the moment is not going to work. But if you can talk through an approach before the budget is kind of broken, right? For lack of a better word, you're so- going to be more likely to have a little bit of patience and focus to work through and figure out, okay, well, what do we do now? So lay out scenarios. Yeah. What if... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It all happened to me. Let's put it that way. We've we've, we've been together 30 years, so Mm -hmm. all these different scenarios, odds are you're going to run into them. Oh, absolutely. If you have a way to get past them, you're going to... Yeah, that's great advice. Talk about it ahead of time. Think Think of those worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. Say how how's this going to go down? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you brought up a good one. Car repairs—they're always cost more expensive than you expect. Look at the budget after it happens. Go okay. So now we know we need to maybe beef up our car repairs fund a little bit more. So let's look at the budget and and kind of buffer for that going forward. Right. You know, maybe you put more on the credit card than you realize. Decide ahead of time. Where would you pull the money or I had no to idea pay that, that balance you off? And so many shoes, or video <laughs> games, or yeah, I mean the list goes on. We all have our our budgeting weak spots. I will call them. For okay. me, it's my kids and my dogs. I can't <laughs> stop treating them to things, and that's where I always go okay. off budget. Well, but yeah, you have to talk through that stuff. All right, we're talking about discussing finances with your significant other. How to do it? What? sort of things you should be talking about and we'll continue in a moment on good money moves here on news talk 1340 carol c am and 96.9 fm good money moves continues in moments with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union this is news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm spring is here and summer is not far away let livia way control centers help welcome to good money moves featuring jenna tobble from first alliance credit union and andy brownell Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back to Good Money Moves. Jen is here. I'm Andy Brownell. And we're talking about communication with your partner about money things. Mm-hmm. What else do we need to talk about, Jen, as far as our finances with our our what do you, yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, significant other, partner, I don't know, every, the person who's really important to you? Yes conversations you need to have as a couple, right? Yes. Yes. Um, So the last kind of big topic that I think is really important to point out today is determining ahead of time who is in charge of what part of your finances. Um, Because if you don't talk about this and you assume the other person is taking care of it, guess what? You're going to end up getting your electricity shut off because neither one of you paid it. (laughs) 
So determining who will handle kind of the day-to-day finances like budgeting and bills, who's in charge of those longer-term finances, you know, making sure that insurance is taken care of, um, retirement funding, you know, all of that stuff. You know, you got to talk about who is responsible for making sure that you've got what's going on, what you need to cover everything. So for some people that might look like a rotating schedule that can work for some couples, you know, one month you pay this bill, the next month I pay that bill, then you pay this one. It's a little more complicated. I wouldn't do it that way, but I know some that do and it works really well for them. Or I take care of keeping track of things. You take care of the longer term things. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, And then, you know, again, there's a plethora of ways you can do this. You can split the bills evenly between you or a lot of times one partner earns more than another. And so it makes more sense for them to take on more of those monthly expenses. You know, however you want to divvy that up is whatever is based on what your finances look like as a couple. There's no right or wrong answer as so long as you both agree that it is reasonable for you. You talked about it, you have a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, a couple other things that can fall into this kind of conversation is, do you need to tell the other person if you're spending a certain amount of money or not? Are you, do you need to tell them when you use the credit card? Do you need to, right. you know, who is going to go over that weekly budget? Is it something you do together or is it just one of you that's in charge of it? You know, do you want to have annual money evaluations um some i've seen out there that some people like to go on quote-unquote money dates where they'll take an evening in the month they'll you know get rid of the kids send them to grandma and grandpa's whatever (laughs) and talk about money have a glass of wine have a good dinner you know make it a a big deal that's kind of fun at the same time i had not heard of that one before yeah what i do hear a lot about is that you know Discussing the, I, I hate to use the term allowances, though. Mm. You know, how what's that thing that I can buy before I have to come to you and talk about it before I buy it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I wouldn't. I mean, an allowance is certainly one way to talk about that, but really, it's just part of budgeting. Right. How much? How much do we? Can you afford to spend before we're not able to pay our bills anymore? <laughs> what it comes down to right so but really the whole point um, of having these conversations is just a really good way to help you decide what's going to work best for your relationship and that just because you set it in stone one way during a conversation as your finances evolve and your incomes change and you have kids or you have more vehicles you know those your finances are going to change so you're going to have to continue to have this conversation and make sure that it's continuing to work for you Really, the point is just to be proactive about how you're going to manage your money together. Always fantastic information, Jenna. Thank you. And I bet we could keep going on and on on this topic. Yes. So we don't have time to do that. (laughs) where, where, Where can I go to get more information about how to better communicate with my partner about it's a tough issue to start talking about. But once, you know, how, how do I get going on this? Yeah, absolutely. Well, as always, I encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, you can get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice on our blog every week, including topics about talking with your partner, money and kids, debt payoff, savings goals, all of it. Um, Of course, I mentioned a couple episodes today that you can go back and listen to. Um, You can find those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. 
You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn Podcasting Services. Um, of course, I highly recommend that while you're perusing the firstalliancecu.com website that you check out some of the free financial tools that we have, like our downloadable budgeting calculator or our debt consolidation calculator that can help you kind of set some goals uh, as a couple as well. Um, but of course, of course, I cannot forget to mention that you should reach out to our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. They are he- here and available to help you start making good money moves as a couple today. Fantastic. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And uh, thank you again, Jenna. We'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Thanks, Andy. It's Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, Carol C. AM and 96.9 FM. News and weather every half hour, 24 hours.